Welcome to Cap Small Church. We've been in the Book of Acts for the fall at Cap Church, and I uh, mentioned at the beginning that I personally haven't liked Acts that much for most of my Christian life. I've read the Bible consistently most days, um, but Acts has never been a, a favorite book. It was always turned into kind of conquering hero story, like a missionary journey, this and that and the next. Um, and it wasn't super interesting to me until I came across, well, I took a course with Willie James Jennings. And then Kim read Jennings' commentary, I think last spring or summer. And uh, for both of us, uh, Jennings' commentary brought the book back to life. One of, one of the points of emphasis that Jennings touches upon, emphasizes over and over again in the book, he's black and he's American. And he talks about the centrality in the book of Acts of the prison and punishment. And you know those, right? Stories over and over again about jail, being in prison, answering to authorities, all of these kinds of things in the history of the early church. For Jennings, this is something of what it means to be Christian. It has to do with the formation of the church itself, prison, criminal, punishment. In most of your lifetime and mine, where we've lived and how we've lived, Christianity has been about goodness, being good people in the eyes of the state, we haven't been the ones in trouble. But Jennings mentions that Christianity and Christians have mostly been the ones in trouble. And of course, speaking from the Black experience in the United States, he has much to say on this. All that prison and punishment brings, we said that these two words, empire and diaspora, are key in the book. And of course, empire is about being controlled, controlling, being silenced. Empire is about protection of the status quo. Status quo here meaning simply the way things are. And prison and punishment are used to keep things the way things are. In terms of diaspora with prison and punishment, well, of course, when prison and punishment are big, um, then there is distrust and fear and infighting and disagreement even among the scattered. So you can think of prison power differently. For most of Christian history, and still in many places today, Christians were and are the outlaws, not the keepers of the status quo. It puts before you a kind of question, how does this help us to understand our faith? Jennings quotes Angela Davis, who in the American experience says, one has a greater chance of going to jail if one is a young black man than if one is actually a criminal. This highlights to us that there's something more going on with the prison and punishment than just, you know, actual punishment of crime. It's about the control of bodies, the dehumanizing at times of entire demographics, entire populations, races, nationalities. This kind of approach is not Christian. It should never be thought of as Christian, and Christian people should not support this. But too many times we have. So today's story, Acts chapter 12, verses 1 to 18. Go ahead and read it, and then I'll give a few notes afterwards if you just put this on pause. So Jennings quotes Edward Said, uh, who said that Christians are or ought to be secular critics calling into question the gods of the age, social gods, economic, political, cultural, and academic. In other words, in terms of the gods of the age, we are secular. We don't subscribe to the gods of the age. Christianity is not about protecting the status quo, but so often it is taught and preached and practiced as such. 
and you can think about how that operates in in the way you see things. In chapter four, the prison is introduced. Uh, you have Peter and John speaking, and the keepers of the religious status quo, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, it says they're greatly annoyed by Peter and John. The state is annoyed as well. There's trouble, at least they think there's trouble um, for the state and for religion in terms of what Peter and John are saying. And then here in chapter 12, we have Herod as a representative of Rome, who's had James killed, his follower of Jesus Christ, and now he's had Peter imprisoned, and then you get the story of Peter's miraculous escape. There is this scene with Peter in chains, kept between two guards. You read it in the story. Uh, Jennings point that, points out that this is the insanity of maximum security. This is a picture of the control of a body. Peter is criminalized. He's thought of as a threat. We should be attuned to how this has happened in history and how it's happening today. I have visited Dachau in Germany and Auschwitz in Poland. And one of the most troubling things to see is how obviously an entire race and entire segments of the population were criminalized just for who they were. Christian faith ever should stand against this. Words like immigrants used in a derogatory way, illegals, you know, it's ascribing kind of um, sinister motives to this group of people. Nation, race, sexuality, religion, other than, our, other than ours. We are not keepers of this state status quo. Jennings has pointed out that Christian faith and, and the early church growth in the book of Acts is about intimacy, bringing people together. It's not about fear and control of the devil. There's comic relief in this story as well and some fantastical notes. There's angels, light goes into the prison. There's, there's one angel and then another and then another. And then Peter thinks he's dreaming and kind of in a trance until he wakes up. He realizes he's not actually in the prison anymore. And then his friends and disciples don't believe it's him. There's these kind of comic scenes. I want to hold on to that astonishment. I just want to introduce this idea of the prison. What is going on here? What is God up to? And the Christians... They are the ones who are outside of power. We always should be careful about wanting to be the ones in power and aligning ourselves in that way. Jennings, and here's a quote, like the smart person quote that you can you know, get this big word for the day. Jennings says, the church is born in the pedagogy of the prison. Pedagogy here means kind of the practice or the theory of learning. So pedagogy in our experience, like you can think of like, Desks in rows, teacher at the front, a lecture, university lecture, that kind of thing. So it's the actual way that things are taught, the pedagogical approach. So for Jennings, the pedagogical approach of the early church, how the church learned and was formed and was taught, was the prison. Being those who are on the outside, this ought to speak to us today. Peter and the followers of Jesus are not there to protect any religious status quo or any political status quo or any economic status quo. And it's not our role either. We're about bringing people together. And wherever people are dehumanized, wherever people are dehumanized, particularly by the power of the state, we ought to have something to say. There's some discussion questions that have come along with this. Um, and may God bless your reading and hearing of the word today. Thank you.